track number 14 of Preparation of the Gospel. I want to give you another foundation. Was I giving you a foundation of prayer, extended prayer? I believe that's enough for that. Amen. I want to give you a foundation of another important, one of, one of the important foundations that you need to have, amen, in the kingdom, is the foundation of childlikeness. Amen. Matthew 18 verse 3 And Jesus called a little child unto him And set him in the midst of them and said Verily I say unto you Except ye be converted And become as little children Ye shall not enter Into the kingdom Of heaven Amen Except you be converted And become like Little children You shall not enter Into the kingdom now, you need the foundation of childlikeness, little childlikeness, for you to be able to enter the kingdom and anything that is in the kingdom of God. Amen. If you, as soon as you lose that childlikeness, all right, you become unable to move on in the kingdom because the kingdom is made up of many rooms with many doors. And so your entry permits, gets, or your keys to the doors of the things in the kingdom are called child-likeness. And without child, little child, not just child, little child-likeness, you somehow stop in your progression within the kingdom of God. Because you no more have keys to open the door. Do you understand? Ten signs of a little child in the kingdom of God. Number one, a little child believes in fairy tales. A little child believes in fairy tales. When you are childlike, you believe in fairy tales. And when you are a little child, you believe in a fairy tale. And so when you are a childlike man of God or child of God, you believe in these things like crowns, Heaven, imaginary things which you can't picture and which you can't fathom. You know, where we'll be together in paradise, in heaven, and so on. You need, without that mind, you get it. You will not flow with such things. But if you are no more childlike, you find that you are more into economic empowerment, financial, whatever. Let us establish ourselves here and other things that we can see that are practical and so on. But the fairy tales... The fairy tales that little children believe, you no longer believe. And therefore, your eternity-mindedness comes down. And you are unable to flow in the things of the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen. So, the ten signs of the child. One is that he believes in fairy tales. Number two, a child is very trusting. And a lot of the signs have to do with trust. The child is very trusting. The child trusts. A little child trusts. When, when you tell your child, a little child at 9 o'clock in your house, in the morning, that I'll take you to the plane just now. She believes it, even though there is no ticket, no passport, no aeroplane going on that day anywhere. 
the child believes I'm going to the aeroplane. Amen. When I was traveling recently, in the afternoon sometime, my little daughter Paula said, I want to go to the aeroplane with you. And she went to put on her shoes that she was coming to the aeroplane with me. She wanted to travel with me. You understand? A little child is very trusting and believes in anything is possible all the time. You understand? And that character is that I believe in anything is possible. I believe in God. I believe it can work out. I believe God is here. I, I believe what, what you are saying is true. I, I believe it. I trust it. I like it. I believe in it. And you can see why it's the younger people in the church who can flow with this thing. But the older ones say, look, we've seen this. You know this church. A church so and so and so international chapel. It did this, this, that. The pastor did this. The bishop went here. This happened. This, that. Boom. So the church got finished. So it's not so easy for me to believe in these things. Are you there? Number three, the child believes in the unbelievable. The unbelievable. Huh? Do you see why I was believing in raising the dead? And even you are laughing. When Jesus said, raise the dead, you are laughing. It's almost like it's unbelievable. But Jesus said, believe in the unbelievable. Amen. Amen. I said, Amen. Believe the unbelievable. Number three. Number four. A child has no ambitions of fame. Do you think my little daughter Paula, two and a half, is trying to be famous? No, she's playing. Not a single thought of fame has occurred to her. That is a child. But a grown up. Do you understand? Even a student like you, you will find you have ambitions of fame. Becoming the doctor who did this. Becoming a lawyer who did that. Becoming Madam so-and-so. Becoming the lecturer. Becoming the this. Becoming the that. You have ambitions of fame. I'm preaching. It's a good message I'm preaching. The next one is that a little child has no ambitions for money. Do you think my little Paula has any ambition to get this money she doesn't even know what money is and unless you become that way you are not good in the church and there are many places you can't go to with ambitions for money you will be stopped dead in your tracks that is why it's people without ambitions for money who can best serve god I'm preaching a very, very good message. A little child has an ambition. Does your child that has been born have an ambition to get money? He doesn't even think about it for a second. Have you noticed how we pastors have ambitions for money? We have ambitions for fame, to be this, to be that, to be reverends, to be bishops, to be pastors, to be popes. You see how different we are and how therefore many doors are closed. You cannot enter the kingdom because we are not like little children and we are not able to go far. Maybe you enter the first door of the kingdom, but the second and third and fourth and all the remaining doors are now closed because you are not like a little child. You, don't, you are not without ambitions for money. Because of that sometimes, when I have to go somewhere where I will get money, I am very uncertain about whether i should go or not because i am not sure whether i'm going because of money or not what do you think is that a good message 
Tell somebody a good message is coming. Amen. Now, a, a child, a little child, has no fears. How many realize that there are so many things you are afraid of? When you're going to get married, will he be this? Will she be that? Will this, this, this? Will this happen? We are so f- afraid of so many things. Do you think my little Paula is afraid of anything? Not at all. My baby child is not afraid of nothing. In fact, the smaller they are, the less fears they have. They don't know what it is. I remember when my father died, my two little boys, they, they didn't even go to the funeral. It was so little. They didn't even know that there was a funeral going on. They just continued their life normally. Somebody is dead and they are playing around and happy. Running all over the place. No fears for tomorrow. They are not thinking of tomorrow. They have no thoughts of the future, how to survive. No fears for tomorrow. They know God will take care. A child has no thoughts of survival, how to survive. That's the next one. No thoughts on how to survive. Amen. The greatest motivation for all men is survival. Yeah. And a child is not motivated by thoughts to survive. A child is motivated by happiness. Just happy. Plain. The next one. A child, a little child, is not sexual in his or her relations. They are not conscious of sex and do not relate with you based on how, what sex they are and what sex you are. They bath together without thinking about it. They bath by the roadside without thinking twice. They do whatever they want to do anywhere and they feel as free they don't know that you are a man or you are a woman or a man marries a woman or a man marries a man they sleep on the same bed boys and the girls but all of us cannot sleep on the same bed together it would not be appropriate for us to sleep together on the same bed we would have to you see if we were all put together on the same bed like that we would have to speak in tongues. You pray then, I'm also praying till the morning. If the prayers will even work. Or you don't understand what I'm talking about. Is it a good, another good message? So the more you grow, you'll be surprised. The more spiritual you become the more less aware of sex sex of people you are supposed to become is it difficult to comprehend huh? so that as you are dealing with the person you are not dealing with the person as a female or as a male or as a man i could marry or a man of whatever but as a spiritual being. <laughs> I don't know if you can receive it. Yeah. 
It's true. And that's why Paul wrote to Timothy and said, Treat the younger women as sisters with all purity. Because when you are dealing with somebody as a sister with all purity, you do not think of her as somebody to sleep with. So, brothers, it is possible to relate without always thinking this being that is sitting here is this and this and that with size 350 of this and that and that. Zizazo. Do they understand what I'm talking about? Is it a good message? The next thing about a little child is a little child is not embarrassed and it's not shy and you see that some of us are so self-conscious so shy we don't we don't open up in our lives to anybody so we stay with problems we die with problems we are self-consumed with what people think do you think my little child thinks of what somebody thinks about her at all she doesn't it doesn't bother you are not you are not her concern at all yeah do you see and it's interesting to watch children as they grow how they become more and more self-conscious and they become aware of themselves and then they start to change their behavior and what they used to do they don't do that anymore they are shy and become embarrassed and they are careful and it's just a sign of becoming going out of that but jesus said except you become a little child you cannot enter and i've noticed that people stay out of their blessings because of that self it's like what do they think what does he think what does she think what are they saying what are they why do you bother yourself a little child has no ambitions a little child is not shy. It's not embarrassed. Is it a good message? The next one, a little child has no secrets. Uh, are there any secrets? Do you think my little Paula has hidden something somewhere? <laughs> she doesn't even know where, she has, where her things are. <laughs> she doesn't even know what she owns. And she does not even care. Much less to go and hide something somewhere. And keep something. And the more you grow spiritually, the more you become without secrets. Wow. I said wow. What do you think? Am I giving a good message today? The next and the last. How many do you have? Ten? Eleven. A child is content. Very content. Children are, are content with very little. If I send you as a missionary, you are not content with very little. You get it? You may not be able to be a good missionary. What do you think? Is it powerful? The next and the last one. A little child is not affected by the honor of men. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, please.
Have I given you some foundations? Another foundation I want to give you. A foundation of good habits. These are things you must get early on in your life. Amen. Have you got a foundation of extended prayer? Now a foundation of good habits. Amen. Good habit number one. Good habit number one is what? Quiet time. Having your quiet time every day. Another one. Having your quiet time. Number two. Praying in tongues every day. Number three. Listening to tapes. I have met many Christians who cannot and do not listen to tapes. Another good habit, listening to Christian books. Uh, Another Christian habit, NBNB. NBNB. No Bible, no breakfast. Bible before breakfast. BBB, Bible before breakfast. Either NB or NBNB or BBB. You may be seated. You are blessed. How many are blessed with some good habits? Now, what is a habit? A habit is something you do automatically without thinking. Write it down. You do it automatically without thinking. Number two, it is something you will repeat without prior thought. Hmm? Do you think about brushing your teeth? Huh? You just do it every day, isn't it? The next thing is that it is something you will do without much planning. Planning. There will be no planning. You just do it. So it is good if you speak in terms without planning. And you have your quiet time without planning, without thinking. You just do it. And then the next one is, it is something you will do even when you are under stress. You will repeat it without thinking, under stress. Amen. And that is the evil day. In the evil day, you would think. You wouldn't think, but you would do it. What do you think? Ida Hosa. I always remember the story of what it was like when he died. The day that he died. I don't think he knew he was going to die on that day. But he had his habit of going for prayer meetings in the morning. So he went for prayer meeting in the morning. At dawn prayer meeting. I think they go every day. He went for that prayer meeting. How, how many would like to go for a prayer meeting on the day that you are going to die? Huh? Why? Why do you want to go for a prayer meeting on the day you are going to die? Lulu, Lulu, come. Come and tell us. Why would you like to go for a prayer meeting on the day you are going to die? I'd like to go for a prayer meeting before I die because um, 
I believe that it will <laughs> it will it will take me closer to God. Like it would be nice to know that on the day I died, I prayed. I don't know about that. Just <laughs> to take me faster to heaven or something. <laughs> You might ask for forgiveness on that day. Aki, come. Give me a mic. Come. Why do you want to pray on the day that you die? I mean, Papa, that day, I, I'd want to... There are some things that, I mean, we'd be doing... Uh, that day is the day that I want to tell the Lord the last thing. I mean, I'm sorry for all the mulliganous things I've done. <laughs> I'd want, and it's, I think it's also nice to communicate here, and then just after the last communication with heaven, or then you appear there. It's like the the prayer you prayed, you 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 just went there with it. I think it's 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 a nice way to die. Pray then. <laughs> I, I think so. I think it's good. Amen. How many would that would? would like to have had a major prayer meeting on the day that you die eh? or you would have liked to be somebody who haven't been for prayer meeting for a long time because you have been very busy or you die in the stadium watching a match or you die watching a film when you arrive in heaven it's like you are watching a film and then you came mercy And a Mulliganos film. A Nigerian film, and you just suddenly arrive there. James Bond, or you die quarreling. What do you think? So, on the day that he was going to die, he did what was his habit. Do you see? And so, habits tend to save you in time of stress. So a habit is a foundation that you will rest upon in the future. Habits tend to save you. Amen. What do you think? How many of you have liked to have your quiet time on the day you die? On the day you are tempted? What do you think? Is it a good idea? How many want a good habit? Now, how do you form a good habit as a foundation? Keep on repeating that action until you do it without thinking. So keep on having your quiet time, having a prayer time, having a waiting on the Lord time. Another habit that we didn't mention was a habit of going to wait on the Lord for long times. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do this holiday so that you wait upon the Lord and be blessed by the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. 
In his timing he will tell Where to go What to do What to say If you are used to waiting on the Lord You will wait on him anyway You understand Whether you are busy Tired This, that, whatever You just wait It happens that you always do it You always have your prayer meeting You always have your quiet time It's working on you I said it's working on you How many are going to lay such a powerful foundation For your life Amen Wonderful I think we are getting to the end of our foundations And uh, we are going to take a break And um, When we come back We shall continuation But uh, let me just Give you Another good habit Maybe I'll go over them when when we get a chance It's a good habit of having good relationships with everybody I mean, it's a foundation A foundation of having good relationships Standard Just have good relationships A principle of not quarreling You see As something that you take on Early in your life Because unfortunately Some people take on A quarreling foundation Especially some tribes Zambila <laughs> Zigzag. Some of us have such a foundation of quarreling that our nature and our second um, response is to just quarrel, even when there is nothing to quarrel about. Quarreling habits. You understand? And that destroys relationships. Women, you need to really work on that foundation. Because you will find yourself naturally scattering a church. One day, one of our churches was being pastored by somebody. And there were mainly women as pastors in the church. One day, I met a lady who had left the church. And I said, oh, why have you left the church? And she said, oh, your women have driven us away. Because sometimes, some women think that a church is made up of just your friends and the people you flow with. But a church is made up of a whole lot of people. Apart from the few that you flow with And that you like Do you understand? And so if your natural second characteristic Is to quarrel Then Before you can say Jack Robinson You would have quarreled With your most valuable church member Who has no bad intention against you Before you realize You pick up an issue With the person Or with the person's wife or whatever and before you realize a very important foundational person for your life is on the way out so you must have this kind of character foundationally that i do not 
quiet. I don't have somebody I don't talk to. Somebody I don't flow with. Somebody I can't stand. Somebody I, I don't have it. I'm not like that. I'm a woman, but I'm a different woman. It's a very good message. I know nobody's uh, shouting anymore, but I know that I'm speaking a good message. It's a good message. Yes, it's a very, very good message. Yeah. Good relation. I have, I have made my mind to have good relation with all pastors in Accra, in Ghana. I don't have anybody I, I don't talk to or I've quarreled with or... Or Reverend Saki, do I have any such person? Yeah, I can't think of any. If I do, God should remind me and forgive me and I will just go and sort it out. Amen. It's just good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. If I had quarreled with Bishop Duncan Williams, on the last day that Archbishop Idahosa came to Ghana, he wouldn't have entered his Lincoln Continental with the Archbishop sitting on one side and Bishop Duncan Williams sitting on the other side. And then he caused me to come and sit in front with him some years ago. Not now. I'm the only person in the car with them. Come with me. Let's go. I'm not on the program. I'm nobody. But I was called. He said, come. You see, and when he came, he said, take us to your church. And I wanted him to come to my church. And he came to my church. When we got into our church building, he said, kneel down. Let me pray for you. And I knelt down on our stage. And he, poured, he called for his assistant. Bring me oil. And he poured oil on me and anointed me and prayed for me. It was one of the last people he prayed for before he went to Nigeria to die two weeks later. <laughs> A quarrel would have removed that thing. Just a quarrel. And no flow with somebody over some... And there were enough reasons to quarrel, but no quarrel. Let it be a foundation of your life. No matter who, no matter what, move away from that thing. Your blessing is going to come as you flow in peace. James 4, the last verse, it says, The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Is it James 4 or James 3? Hmm? James 3, the last verse. What verse is that? 18. James 3, 18. Is it a good message? No quarrel. Flow. I preached on Tuesday. He flowed with John. What do you think? Was it a good message? As a foundation. As a foundation, not just for today, but tomorrow. Because that's how you plan things to be. You don't quarrel this lady told me they have driven away all the other ladies from the church those women who are pastors in the church that's what she told me and when she said i just dismissed it but it was true 
or maybe it was true. So they have driven everybody, anybody who they can't stand for whatever reasons that. Da, 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 da. You, 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 out. I don't, I can't stand you, I can't stand you, I can't stand you, I can't stand you. Out, 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 out. And they all left. Church of Friends, COF. Church of Friends International. A church is not a church of friends. It's a church of sheep. What do you think? Is it a good message? Do you think this is another good message? Relationships. Even when you are leaving your job, you don't leave your job with annoyance. You live nicely, gently. They must like you as you are going. They must miss you when you go. Is it a good message? Stand to your feet. More foundations are coming. To prepare for the gospel means to lay a foundation for the gospel. Lay a foundation so that your ministry will not be spoiled one day. Amen. I think I want us to take a break. We shall return at 6 o'clock. Amen. Are you ready to have something? You have already eaten, isn't it? Are you ready to rest? To chat? To be happy? To enjoy Legon Campus? Amen. Lift your hands and let's we must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In His timing, He will tell where to go, what to do. What to say? We must wait. Come on. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In His time, He will tell. Where to go, what to do, and what to say. We must wait, we must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the We hope you have been blessed and transformed by this camp. To get the most out of it, you will need to listen to it over and over again. Make sure you listen to all the other camps in the Macanair. Don't forget to stop by our website at www.diakewoodmills.org. Here you can download other messages, videos and find out about all the books and other resources available by Diakewood Mills. May God bless you and your ministry.